Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Laura Stack, who is best known in the business world for her professional moniker, the Productivity Pro. Her 30-year career as a keynote speaker, best-selling author of eight productivity books and corporate spokesperson came to a screeching halt on November 20th, 2019, when her 19-year-old son, Johnny, died by suicide after becoming psychotic from dabbing high THC marijuana concentrates. Laura responded by forming the nonprofit Johnny's Ambassadors to educate parents and teens about the dangers of today's high THC marijuana on adolescent brain development, mental illness, and suicide. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. So this is this is a topic that is very controversial here in Colorado. And I have two teenage boys and I've had experiences with with some of what you're talking about and and what your foundation um, discusses and highlights around high THC marijuana. Uh, Most people think about marijuana and they think about, you know, the 60s and 70s and, you know, the pot that the parents smoke, but it's very different. Uh, my, My own son was hospitalized when he was 15 from dabbing. And, you know, my stepdaughter had gone through hypermetesis, I can never pronounce that correctly, but hyperemesis, right. And and it's very common. And uh, it's something that is frowned upon to to even talk about in Colorado. So why don't you tell us your story and how you started the foundation and um, uh, tell us about about your experience um, of what happened to your son. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, he was 14 years old uh, when he first used marijuana. He told me uh, that it was at a party. He had a friend whose brother had a med card. Uh, at 18 years old, and there was the party, and they all wanted to try to get high. And that was when he was 14. And at 19, sadly, he died by suicide. He became psychotic. He thought the mob uh, was after him. Uh, Thought that, is that coming from my end? Sorry. I think it's both of us because we're both in Colorado. Sounds like um, traffic. Okay, I will, I'll start over on that segment. Okay, so yes, my son Johnny was 14 years old when he first used marijuana. He came home from a party and told us that his friend's brother, who was 18, had a medical marijuana card and had gotten some marijuana and they all wanted to try to get high. And five years later, when he was 19, sadly, he he died by suicide. He had become very psychotic paranoid, uh, delusional, thought that the mob was after him and that everybody knew everything about him and everybody was watching him. So we formed Johnny's Ambassadors, a nonprofit really focused on educating parents and teens because you are so right. This marijuana today is not what we had before. The weed itself is much stronger. Used to be between two to 5% THC. Now it's anywhere from 20, 25, 31 growers says he's cultivated a 40% strain of marijuana uh, with high potency, but that's not as much as 
what we're seeing in the waxes, the dabs, the shatters, which can be 80 to 90%, in fact, nearly pure THC. So this is extreme weed. This is definitely not. And like you, I said to myself in my head, oh, you know, it's just weed. And I was so ignorant about the potential harms on youth. You know, my brain is formed, your brain is formed, but their brains continue to form until their mid to late 20s. And THC has a very negative impact. There is no safe level of THC in the developing brain. So that's what we focus on. We don't look at legalization issues. We don't judge people, you know, for using it and, you know, for adult use, we talk about the damages, the harms that happen when young people use it illegally. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because my, my younger son is also in a, in a sobriety program uh, here in Colorado, and there's literally several hundred kids in that program. And some of them continue to fall up. And it's, you know, Again, when you speak up, everyone laughs. Everyone tells you that, you know, oh, it's not serious. You're making that. That stuff doesn't exist. Psychosis doesn't exist. But it really does. And I've seen the impacts. And I've seen the impacts on my my son's friends, both of them. And um, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, they're not educated. That's, That's what it is. They actually are ignorant. I know that because that was me um years ago who said oh you know i used marijuana it's no big deal it didn't hurt me those people are literally ignorant about the products that exist today it's not the same at all the thc is extracted and it's used raw as a chemical it's very similar to taking cocaine and turning it into crack um this product is not what was used and has been drastically changed since marijuana was commercialized. So I always challenge parents, you know, withdraw your perception of what you think marijuana is and what you did when you were a kid, take a field trip into a dispensary and look at all the shatters and waxes and rigs and devices and just Google marijuana dabbing rib. People don't even know what dabbing is. And they, they're the ones who are passing judgment. Oh, that, that can't happen. You can't get depressed. And in fact, mental illness is caused in children who use marijuana, a five-fold increase in psychosis, a seven-fold increase in suicidality, not to mention heightened depression, increasing anxiety and stress. So all the things that parents think, oh, I'm going to give my kid weed to help him chill out and help with the stress. It's actually creating more stress Uh, and more anxiety. So we need to let parents know that this is not the same drug they used when they were this age. My background as a former teacher and looking at these specific things, uh, it's, it's concerning that it's not coming out more, uh, you know, because everything is about, uh, you know, medical marijuana in certain Mm -hmm. States and other ones about, Hey, you know, this is how it's going to help with ADHD. This is going to help with, uh, head trauma, you know, concussions or different things is how we're going to treat it. And it's not T it's non THC. Well, why did certain States legalize marijuana to the level that it was not just for medical marijuana use? What was the purpose and how did they get away with that to the level we're well, in Colorado? You know, it, it, there is FDA approval for two very rare seizure disorders for epidiolex, which is pure CBD doesn't even have THC in it. There is a very low THC uh, CBD synthetic product called Marinol or Dravenol, which is for 
people who have gone through chemotherapy and are uh, burned uh, from the inside out and for anorexia wasting syndrome, that's it. Those are the only medical purposes that have been approved. Everything outside of that is off label and it isn't a prescription. Um, if it were a prescription, they would have to be following the same medical guidelines as you would whenever your doctor gives you a script to take to Walgreens, right? What is it? What dosage? How often? What frequency? What potency? And all they're given is a blank slate. There's no difference between medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. Marijuana is marijuana is marijuana. They buy it in the exact same dispensary. And all you have to be is 18 years old and have a pot shop doc that we have here in Colorado. They're very well known. Our teens turn 18, go and make up some malady like a migraine or a backache, pay their few hundred dollars and boom, they can walk into a dispensary legally buy 90% vapes and shatters. And we know that they're going back to the high schools and sadly middle schools, which we just saw in Healthy Kid Colorado survey data that just came out. Um, a third of all middle schoolers that are using marijuana say they vape it. Well, that's an 80 to 90% products. So the whole system is rigged. It's just a farce. The whole medical term is just a way for the camel to get the nose under the tent with the goal of being having a legalized hallucinogen and having this a drugged generation, sadly, which in 60 years, when the media uh, gets out of the pockets of the marijuana industry, will soon see that it causes all of this psychosis. And we're going to sadly uh, lose a lot, uh, many, many generations of our young people. So it's critical yeah, that we keep them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to confirm some things because people don't realize what medical marijuana is. Those two instances with seizures and cancer has been studied and it has been proven to alleviate those symptoms uh, for adults. However, medical marijuana was legal for several years here in Colorado before recreational marijuana was legalized. And medical marijuana dispensaries literally bought their stuff off the streets from the black market. There was no regulation around There's it. No so they literally bought from no. drug dealers on the streets. And I know that for a fact uh, yeah, from people. You know, and what they did was when they legalized marijuana, a lot of those drug dealers, they opened up warehouses and they became a corporation. So they get it from the same place. It is regulated, but at the same, you know, from grow, from from seed to, uh, but sometimes they get their seeds off the streets, off the black market, and then they they regulate it from from seed to dispensary. But at the same time, they still are the same exact product, and people don't realize that it's exactly the same product, and that is yeah. a mis misnomer and it is a farce. Well, it makes me laugh when people say, "Well, why would you want to use?" you know, anything except a natural plant that God gave us. And it's like, have you walked into a dispensary lately and seen the chemicals that are extracted? This is commercialized addiction for profit uh, products. These are not anything that was that was existed in nature. Dabs don't grow in nature. Vapes right. don't grow in nature. There is nothing natural about any of these products. So, you know, there's no caps on potency. They can crank out um, these incredibly toxic products where the dosage um, can be a thousand milligrams in a box of candy. Kids don't understand how powerful and how potent these products are. And that's why they end up in the emergency room every day, like your children, 
vomiting um, with extreme hallucinations, hallucinations, acute poisonings. The Rocky Mountain Control Center has just been off the chart um, in the last years. And we know that the smoking, the marijuana grass is going down in teens, but just in the last two years, we've seen a statistically significant increase in vaping and dabbing 50% of them who use in the last 30 days dabbed. So they're not using the lower forms of marijuana grass. They're using these toxic chemicals. Right. So, so talk about, it's a very stressful, you know, I, I get emotional talking about it cause I've seen the impacts and it's not, it's not good. Um, what do you do to maintain your health? mental health when you're in this every single day fighting this fight? Well, I mean, to be honest, this is my mental health. This, this is my healing. This is my support. The opposite is actually true. I don't know where my mental health state would be if I weren't doing this work um, because I feel that it's, it helps people. I know that we're reaching people. We have 260 parents right now whose children are in cannabis induced psychosis. We have nearly 8,000 ambassadors who are being, who have been harmed in some way um, from their families and children using marijuana. So I just feel that leading this kind of grassroots movement for me has been a real clarion call to warn America and to, to sound the alarm. And that has been incredibly fulfilling. We've seen marijuana sales go down um, I was I worked on the coalition for Colorado House Bill 1317. That's making an impact. We're seeing marijuana shops closing. Doctors no longer giving out licenses because they are afraid they um, they don't qualify because they don't because it was a, a farce. They're not willing to get two recommendations, pull mental health and and health records. So you know we're seeing with the pandemic, parents being more, um, they track their children more because they were home. We saw youth, we saw teen youth decline. So we're seeing change. We're seeing impact. Um, and sales are way down over 25% year over year in Colorado. That's a victory for our kids with the real time tracking we have now in Colorado. Um, there is so much. Think about how many hundreds of thousands of dollars of marijuana are no longer in our schools being used by our teens and the parents monitoring them much more carefully. And I think our education is working. So I would recommend that to anyone. If, if you have had a tragedy, if you have something in your life that um, is really a mental health crisis, once you feel like you've sufficiently recovered from that, speak up. Don't don't be silenced. Use that as a, a springboard to get your issue known. And I promise you, it will help your mental health. It's been um, incredibly rewarding for both me and my husband and our family. Our other two kids are on our board of directors as well. And and it's it's a great yeah, way to honor your son, Johnny. It absolutely, absolutely. is a great way to honor him. Thank I you. would agree as well. I can't believe we're running out of time. So I would love uh, to invite, I mean, any parents who have teens who are using and are worried, just go to our website, johnnysambassadors.org, and we have toolkits and videos and one-pagers and so much education. It's all free. Um, so please educate yourself. Um, just really get rid of any perceptions that you have of what it used to be and understand what today's marijuana looks like. 
Thank you, Laura. We'll put the link uh, to your website also on the podcast uh, in the description. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank Thank you. Thank you both for having me. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.